And we're here, the pro, the idiots list of pro wrestling, your boy Mikey G, Dirty Ron McDonald here with the real John Atkins, with Crackalackin' and Johnny Boy. How about it? How about it? <laughs> <laughs> we're here, this is uh, number three, we're doing three weeks in a row. First week we got really fucked up, second week not as fucked up, so I, I hope, I don't know if we're in a downward trend or not right now. I don't know, I was kind of fucked up last week. What, why, just like super baked? Yeah, I was wearing, I was wearing sunglasses and stuff. Oh, hey, oh, good. Oh, were you, did you party all night? <laughs> How about it? Fucking Johnny Atkins over here. Well, hey, right. la- last week's episode was the uh, top five tag teams in pro wrestling history. Well, uh, it, it was it was a great episode. A lot of great feedback on that one. Yeah, I liked it. I really liked it. We, uh, I liked how we had a lot of uh, people participating with their list before the show started. Dude, they did it again today. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, we uh, this week we're doing the top five intercontinental uh, champions of all time. Uh, do you know where the intercontinent is? Intercontinental. <laughs> where is like where is what is intercontinental? I, I I in theory I guess I know what it means. You know, like it's right. like all the continents. Right. But isn't that what the world is then? Or, you know, like, I actually thought about that, so <laughs> I, I did research. Oh, you did. Yeah. yeah. Of course you did. All right. <laughs> You're like the brains of this fucking. I'm the dipshit of, uh, of the fuck. show. I can't be the brains and the beauty. Oh. <laughs> it's a hard, it's a hard road to travel. But yeah, g- give me the, uh, give me the lowdown. What does intercontinental mean? There was a North American champ and a South American champ. Okay. And then they got unified. Oh. They unified the titles. And then. Uh, so it's like two, it's, it's it's the Americas. Yeah. Okay. Right. Which I didn't know till today. I I mean I never knew that. Luce is always like, what is the intercontinent? I'm like, I think it's like all the continents. And I guess there's like a running joke with it, uh, with the origins of the intercontinental title. Yeah, let's just get into that right now. Fucking, uh, so the intercontinental championship. So like, uh, well here, before we get right into that, the intercontinental champion was uh, championship for anybody that uh, has been under the rock their entire life. It's like the secondary championship in, uh, in, in the WWE. Now they got the U.S. title as a secondary championship on one brand. And uh, the Intercontinental Championship on the other brand. Uh, but the Intercontinental Championship, like when, when we were growing up, it was like you were like a, the Intercontinental Champion for like a year or so. Right. And then you were going to be right. the WWE Champ. Like, That's how like, you knew who the next guy was going to be, basically. For sure. Yeah. For sure. And like it was, you know, it, that's basically what it was from like the late 80s until like, the, you know, into the mid 90s, right? What would you say that started, like, uh, like whose reign would you say that started slowing down with? Like, Savio Vega? So, like, was Savio Vega the Intercontinental Champion? Uh, ooh, maybe not. I thought he was, because, uh, wasn't that, I thought he had a IC uh, feud with Stone Cold. Was that for Intercontinental I mean, it was, maybe it was for the belt, but I think he was, Austin was a champion. Okay. I, I, I feel like, so, like, after The Rock and Triple H, they were started giving it to guys, um, like, you know, at the very late 90s into the early 2000s, they started giving it to guys and, like, hot-shotting them. Whereas, like, you know, the Ultimate Warrior, Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, these guys held the Intercontinental Championship for, like, a year or so right. before they got propelled to the next level. It was, like, right. getting them ready, you know, because they had good matches, they were winning, you know, whatever the fuck. But then, like, in the early 2000s, they started, like, propelling guys, like, Billy Gunn held the cha- the Intercontinental Championship, right. and, they, you know, they were going to, like, oh, you know, and, like, I don't know, and then it was like, boom, Dolph Ziggler's got it, and then he's a champion, you know, fucking, so-and-so's got it, then they're the champion, you know, like, 
I don't know. So we all, so we know that, like, uh, as you said, like the Intercontinental Champion was like basically the, the guy who's going to be the next guy. A stepping stone. Right, and I feel like that kind of got watered down a little bit because now uh, there became like King of the Ring. Yeah, uh, there was other stepping stones. Yeah, there, yeah, there came like now Money in the Bank. Like everything's Absolutely. A, everything's a stepping stone now. For sure. Well, you know, again, I think that goes back to they have to put out so much wrestling. They got to put out, you know, 52 Raws a year, 52 SmackDowns a year, 52 main events a year, you know, and they're putting out 5,000 pay per views every year. Right. You know, they have two to. Two a month? They were doing two a month for a while? What's that? Pay per views? Yeah. Some of them. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, like, the Intercontinental Championship was the original stepping stone. Um, and, you know, now I feel like for the first time it's like its own division. Where, like, you right. know, the, the guys that have it now are just like, those are the Intercontinental Championship guys. Just like in WCW in the late 90s, it was the, the Cruiserweights were the Cruiserweight guys. Like, they, they, that was just their division, you know. The Intercontinental right. Championship now isn't, like, a stepping stone necessarily. It can be. Because if you think about it, it doesn't kind of make sense to have, like, a champion that's not, like, your real champion. Because, like, in boxing, it's by weight class, you know? Right. And then, in, like, WWE, it's... I mean, you, you got to like, give people, like, I feel like the, the reason that they put, they make more championships is so um, they give people a reason to fight. Whereas, you know, like, back in the day, you just fought right. to raise yourself in the rankings. Right. Uh, but now there's so many guys that just stick around for too long. Yeah, and they did have a lot. Uh, I guess there's no 24-7 champion now, right? Is it still Gronk? I, I read something, like Tom Brady was trying to get her. Maybe he got it or something. <laughs> and, like, Ron Killings or R-Truth or whatever is just, like, calling him out hardcore. <laughs> He's like, yeah, give me that championship back, you motherfucker. I want to see uh, R-Truth, like, uh, some vignettes of R-Truth trying to sneak into Buck's training camp. I mean, that, that's, that's, that's what that championship should be. You know, like, with... Uh, Joey Ryan had the DDT championship for uh, DDT Wrestling, one of, the, one of these Japanese promotions. And he did these, like, one-minute clips because he was in the locker room with, you know, like, really famous, you know, former WWE stars and stuff all the time. Where he'd do, like, these one-minute clips of him pinning some guy, you know, like, losing that championship. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like, that's what they had the opportunity to do with this 24-7 championship is they can right. have pop culture people jumping in and fucking winning the championship right. and get on TMZ, you know, I mean, it's, it's a good way to stay relevant, for sure. Oh, yeah. I just want to see at least at one point during the football season where we see Gronk on the sidelines or at the podium after a game or something, just throw the title <laughs> over his shoulder. <coughs> that's that's what they should be doing. God, my dog is just over there sucking his own dick. Matt, quit sucking your dick. You're jealous. I, I mean, I am, for real. I mean, I have about the same size dick. Me and my little <laughs> chihuahua. How about it? How about That's what he's sitting over there doing. He's going, how about it? Little fucking shithead dog. Um, but yeah, so the Intercontinental Championship, secondary championship in WWE, um, for, forever it was the stepping stone. Um, let's start, let's talk about its origins before we get into our list. So like, this is the beauty of not having the internet back in the day, Yeah, is that they made this championship in 1979, I believe. I didn't look this up. I, yeah, 70-something. Se- late 70s. And uh, they said Pat Patterson, who was, you know, Vince Man's right-hand man. Like, Pat Patterson won this tournament in, uh, in Rio de Janeiro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and upon further review, I feel like this might have not ever happened. Uh, yeah, so what I... Uh... My crack research that I was doing. Did you say crack? <laughs> crack? Yeah, that's what I said. Like, there's like a running gag how 
Yeah. It never really happened. No, I, you know, that's pretty much the story. I was just trying to be yeah. facetious. I don't even know if that's the right word. I just that's one of the words I use the big words I use that sound oh, smart. Shit. Facetious. Oh shit. Facade. Those are another ones. <laughs> Fake. It's a facade. Uh, uh, yeah, so I read, the, but yeah, that was like basically Pat Patterson. So like, okay, I was watching the uh, this week's um, Dark Side of the Ring, and it was Legion of Doom, and the first championship that the Legion of Doom held was a fake championship. So uh, Animal was like, they were like, hey, you just wear these belts, and Animal's like, well, where did we win them? And they're like, just tell them you want them in like Chicago <laughs> at some tournament, and like no, nobody fucking knew because like all you heard was what was yeah. on. The news, right. all three channels of the news, yep. and the fucking one local newspaper, the two local newspapers that you had. You know, like, the, right, there, there right. were, like, wrestling magazines, I guess, like, back in the day, but, like, yeah. one, what, Pro Wrestling Illustrator? Like, you didn't, you just come out, you can say whatever the fuck you want. Nobody, right. Nobody's taking pictures on their phone. Well, everything was better before the internet, wrestling-wise, I feel like. Way before the internet, like, yeah, you would just... I, I, like seriously, everything. Because here's what was great about wrestling too is that if a guy started getting stale, you just made him switch territories. Right. You know. Right. That was another, one thing we watched. We talked about the Legion of Doom last week, and I watched on their little Dark Side of the Ring. Like Legion of Doom, they would just stay hot and they just go from territory to territory. You know, like you right. could go, you you could there you could hit all the territories. Well, now the world is the territory. There's only one territory. Right. I mean, pretty much. You know, you got, I guess you got Mexico, you got Japan, you got America, but yeah. Little Britain. That is, uh, that is like the biggest change to me with the internet, and you know, with uh, Vince taking over all their territories. Legion of Doom with a perfect team to bring in if you're going to take over the territories, right? Because they're already hot everywhere. Right. If you're going to do a global product, you can well, already. So you know, like, the, so getting back to the Intercontinental Championship, it started as a, a fucking a bullshit, um, but it didn't matter because nobody was going to call them on that, and it gave them a secondary championship. You know, it gave some something for people that weren't fighting for the top championship something to do I don't hate it you want this you know I, I don't hate it you know and uh, like the Intercontinental Championship was something that like you know in, at least in WWE you know in like the late 80s early 90s mid 90s it was like the work rate championship you know to me that's the way I felt it was like indirectly the you were gonna get the better matches from the Intercontinental Championship you know, the, the heavyweights were these big old fucking dudes going around bra- brawling and, bu- you know, you're like for the big right. body slams. But, like, you, you get, like, the Shawn Michaels, the Bret Hart's, you know, the fucking... Which, uh, which IC strap is your favorite? There's only one answer. The white one? Oh, the white one, dude. Yeah, the white one's pretty dope. I don't know, man. Warrior had that yellow one for a hot minute. The yellow one, that's hot. See, the first time I remember seeing the white one was, uh, Shawn versus Razor. Yeah. That's, does that one well, that, they had two of them. I, right. You know, um, I don't know. Mm, you know, I thought I was right about some fucking belt shit, and boy, right. did I get schooled the other day. Like, I thought the wing e- winged eagle was all through like the you know the mid '80s or late '80s. It didn't show up to like almost the end of the '80s. So that, uh, so basically, it's the Bret Hart belt then. Oh, uh, uh, I mean, I always think of it I, like the Bret Hart one. Oh, see, like I think of Hulk Hogan with that. Mm, okay, that's Mars. <laughs> yeah, fuck Hogan. How about it? How about it? <laughs> How about it? Hulk Hogan has a ten-inch penis. Terry <laughs> Terry Bollea <laughs> not have a ten-inch penis. Uh, well, before we get into our list, we got some hot shit going this week. Uh, we're 
Fish Combat, our, yeah. our independent wrestling promotion, is going to yeah. be running parking lot drive-in comedy, or drive-in wrestling. <laughs> we're doing drive-in comedy. Not you sure haven't been doing Not showing your butthole with this one. I mean, maybe. <laughs> uh, when you heard about this, John Atkins, what'd you think? Uh, about fucking time, dude. About time to do some about shit? About time to fucking do some shit. Tired of seeing everyone bitching on, online about either not going out or you shouldn't go out or whatever the fuck. It's just fucking... Everyone's bitching. I don't care what side, you know? Fuck it. Well, you know, here's here's what... Here's my perfect Venn diagram for this. Is that... A month ago, people didn't want to come out and see shows. I get it. You know, we all got to be scared about the shit, whatever. We need to see what happens. But now, now, we want to put on shows, first of all. Wrestlers want to wrestle shows. And audience people want to see shows. Almost 24 hours after putting out the notice, we're almost sold out. What does that tell you? People want to come see shows. They're not even hesitant. Not even, they didn't think about it. Boom, what? It's going on? Bam, here. I'm going to give you your money. Let me see if you can see a fucking show. And, yeah. I, and you are doing it like the safest way possible. For real. Everybody's sitting in their cars or tuning into the commentary on their FM radios. Um, by the time this comes out, it, I don't think it'll be, uh, I think it'll be announced that we're going to be live streaming this on our Facebook at Fist Combat TV. That, uh, you know, come check it out. It's going to be, you know, it's the first of its kind. It's the only one of its kind. It's going to be bigger than WrestleMania. Uh, I mean, there's going to be more people in the audience than WrestleMania. <laughs> we are going to, uh, you know, w- make sure that I remember, remember to say that. That we outdrew WrestleMania this Hell year. Yeah. That this show, which show we already know without a doubt, we are going to draw more than WrestleMania. You need this to year. trademark that term. Bigger, <laughs> bigger than WrestleMania. Bigger than Mania, bro. That'll be the hashtag. It'll be like bigger than Mania. I'm gonna just tell them all day. I'll be like, hey, scroll up this hashtag. You know how bars, uh, bars can't say Super Bowl. Yeah. They always advertise the big game. Yeah. Like, we're not going to say bigger than Mania, but he's like, bigger than the big show. Bigger than the big events. <laughs> yeah, bigger than the big show. Bigger than the big show. How does it make you feel that we might be seen by 20 million people across the world? We better. I mean, how about that? How about it? I'm ready. <laughs> we're bringing that back. How I'm about ready. it? I'm ready for it. Yeah, what are you going to wear? Oh, man. I got I to gotta buy something. You know, I thought you had, like... Suits and shit with fucking suspenders. We're gonna be like broadcasting to the globe here, Johnny boy. Well, do you remember what happened to my last shirt? <laughs> Some stripper said, "How about it?" A stripper and a champion, dude. You know, but well, uh, you know, hey man, fucking stripper is where it's at. I can't wait to go back to Pure Platinum. Yeah, I'm excited. Those are always. I mean, you could do a wrestling show in a strip club. That's the best night of my month every month, like, for, right? without a doubt. I turn, like, 17 all over again, or, like, 16, I'm like, oh, fuck. Well, you know, like, like, hey, I love them. I love those shows. But, like, I want to get booked. I, I, I mean, obviously, I put the match card, you know, the match order together. I always want to put myself right before intermission because I'm like, I want to get a shower. I want to start getting fucked up, dude. Like, uh, like, whenever I go to my friends who like wrestling, I'm like, hey, uh, we got this show coming up. You want to go to it? It's a wrestling show. And they're like, oh. Bah, 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 bah. And I'm like, it's in a strip club. And they like, fucking, oh, they light up, up like that little fat kid and hook. And like, <laughs> <laughs> little fat kid and hook. <laughs> fat kid and hook. They just look so happy. I'm like, yeah, dude. All right, you ready to take this uh, 99 proof uh, peanut butter whiskey? <laughs> how, how about that? You know what's beautiful about this Saturday show, too? It's 3 p.m. Oh, you just fucking did it like a sailor over here. 
3 p.m. Well, afternoon show. 3 p.m. Pacific time. Cheers to the uh, to the greatest podcast, listening podcast on the planet. Yeah. The Idiots List of Pro Wrestling. Oh, how about that? All right. Johnny Atkins. <laughs> the mic. I don't give a shit, dude. We you got a cover over it. <laughs> um, I, I'm just <laughs> here. You go. You want to? I'll tell you who this is. He's a both of a, a mutual friend of ours. But um, I, I so I'm asking some of our friends who wants to come to the show on Saturday. And uh, before we get on our list, he says, "Sorry, man, I won't be able to go. Still pissed off about how the last one went. I'm still trying to get over it." Once I get over my bitch mode, I'll definitely go to the shows again. I said, what do you mean? He said, I figured somebody told you by now. When I went to that show at Pure Platinum with those two girls, I was literally on the way out the door to take that girl home with me, and that Anthony Idol guy unknowingly stole her from me. <laughs> she bounced on me and tried to jump on his dick at the strip club. I know it wasn't his fault, and she just she's just a whore, but I'm still bitter about it. I said, whoa, LOL. He said, it's just hard to cheer when I think about it, <laughs> I just want to break his face, but realistically, I know it's not his fault at all. So I'm in a weird predicament. Working on it, though. I had fun up until that point. I said, here you go. Don't bring whores to wrestling shows. They get stolen every time. Here, read who's that, who that was. Ah, did you know that? No, did you know that? That's no, hilarious, right? No. <laughs> Anthony Idol fucking stealing Mr. Steal Your Girl. He's the champ. He is the champ. He won't be there on Saturday. Bummer, but you know whatever. Um, all right. Top five fucking. How long have we been going? We're already seventeen minutes in. Who gives a shit? Uh, top five intercontinental champions of all time. Johnny uh, Atkins. Read it off. Start. I, I oh, fuck. I didn't even write what order. My. I'll just go from bottom to top. All right. Uh, so my number five. Uh, we have to go with the first one, Mr. Pat Patterson. All right. That one I got in Rio de Janeiro. <laughs> the original. The original. Tell a story about it. that's in Arizona or something. No, Rio de Janeiro. Yeah, Arizona. <laughs> you know there's a Mexico, Missouri? <laughs> uh, I'm from, well, like where I'm from in Indiana, they all have like, I'm from Peru, Indiana. And all the towns, Peru? Yeah. And all the towns like Kokomo, Mexico. Like, it's yeah. Like well, people in the Midwest are like, we're, we're from the fucking Midwest. So we gonna we gonna name our places some nice places and think that we're in nice places even though we're in the fucking Midwest. They all speak Spanish like Peggy Hill and shit. <laughs> See, I'm not even redneck enough to know what you're talking about. Besides, it was probably talking about King of the Hill. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't know that though. Yeah, because like uh, the mom was like a substitute Spanish teacher, but like she didn't really know Spanish that well. Oh, uh, well, that makes sense. Uh, Anyways, so, so yours is Pat Patterson. Pat Patterson, he's the first champion. I mean, yeah, if he's he's the first champion, but he's number five on your list. What the fuck's up with that, Johnny? A. Hey man, you know I put out good lists. I do know you. You do put on good lists. And you know, you know what, what's great is that I don't even make my list until like right before, right? Because yeah, yeah. I, I wait to see what other people's lists are. Because <laughs> I know I'm gonna. Here's the thing: is I know I'm gonna forget. Right. You know, when you make those graphics for us, like people respond to them graphics. Yeah. Um. We got Matt Sells, uh, our buddy, the number one jobber on the planet, Matt Sells. Matt Sex Sells. He's an AEW jobber, man. He's our boy, but he's, he's our video for this week. Nice. Yeah, nice. How about that? How about it? Thanks, Matt. 
my number five is the guy that you picked to go on the graphic. Uh, Gold Dust. Nice. Gold Dust. Oh, wait, wait, wait. wait. We, well, it's the caveat. The caveat, did you make people that were not the, the heavy, right. the big champions? Yeah, they never okay. had those. So, we, I don't think we, we just, that's fine that we didn't really describe that when we put out the thing. Right. But, like, otherwise, we could have put, we could, of course, Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, of course these guys would be on right, anybody's right. fucking list. Exactly. But for ours, and I don't mind. That made it trickier, too. Cause it, it took right? Research, yeah. I mean, well, you know, and that's what we should do. That's what we should do. Yeah. I mean, if we put it out, like, some people just were like, yo, I'm not listening to what you're saying. I'm going to just put Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart on there. That's fine. Cool. But, like. You know, we we need to make it a little bit harder for us. So yeah, right. Goldust, Goldust, Goldust was such a monumental character. When you go back and watch it now, like, like I was always a very open-minded kid. You know, yeah. I'm like I'm all, I'm like I'm watching wrestling where these guys are basically cross-dressers anyway. They're all in these tight leather and spikes and shit. You know, like it's a little homoerotic, uh, even if you don't know what homoerotic is. So like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, but like watching that shit. When did you here, learn what a homoerotic is? I mean, I guess with gold does. <laughs> Straight up, like, why are my nipples hard? <laughs> but it's 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 something that's provocative. It's something that makes you think. And like it's going back and going. watching this, dude, like, it's it's like WWE took leaps and bounds when they did some shit, and they really did with this. And you know, I don't know if it was like a rib on on Dusty Rhodes, you know, a I little thought bit. It was. I mean, sure, but like, but like, it ended up. Going like far beyond that, it was like it was like, like a, a rib. statement. Not even like a rib. I, to me, it was uh, Dustin saying "fuck you" to his dad. Oh, okay. Like, so I you, want you to be like that. I want you to be embarrassed of your weirdo son and shit. That's what I always thought it was. Yeah. See, like you know, I and I don't. I wish I knew the story so I could really like kind of speak on it. And I don't. I don't know the story. Um, but tell me, tell me the best. Tell me a wrestler who had better vignettes than fucking Goldust. Nobody. Nobody, especially at the time, because like, at the beginning, his first ones were amazing, dude. Because it, it made you uncomfortable, right? But like, like the cre- like, like you know, I'm a little like fourth, fifth grade kid here. Okay, right. watching this shit, you know, like maybe sixth grade as I'm watching some Goldust. You know, like I don't really know, but like, I was like, you know what, that guy is like, he's putting it all into it. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? Like, I, yeah. like. The, the, Goldust was one of the first characters I was like, I really respect like the art of wrestling. I didn't even know what I'm talking about though. You know what I'm saying? But I was like, I like what this dude's doing. Does that make any sense? No. Uh, some of the best shit, like a uh, little shimmy he did, like when he was taking off. Because remember, he used to wear like the long, the long oh, blonde wig and dude, shit. And it was great. And Marlena being all weird and like smoking a cigar, like everything about they were fucking perfect, dude. Like they were so good. They they uh, definitely monumental. They made strides. There was a uh, Gold Dust was on an episode of uh, Conan O'Brien, and uh, he was like climbing all over Conan's desk, like really being all sexy towards him and shit. And you can see Conan like backing up and shit. That's great. That's great because like he he knew he knew how monumental what he was doing was. He got. Uh, do you remember when he got Razor Ramon's uh, name in a heart tattooed on his chest? Oh yeah. Dude, that, what the fuck, dude, that was some of, like, the weirdest, because, uh, you know, they had that weird, like, he, that weird angle where he was, like, acting like he was trying to fuck Razor Ramon or whatever. Basically, you know, and, like, watching that as a kid, I was, like, you know, I was catching on to it, but so I was, like, why, why, like, why is this guy being so, like, I mean, I didn't even know what homophobic was, but I was, like, why is he being so, hom- why, is, like, why is he being mean to him? Just tell him you're not into it. Like, don't get, 
Like I, I almost felt like Razor was like, like looking back on it, you're like, maybe Razor was like uh, upset with like he, what he was thinking and how it made him feel, you know? Right. Like why wouldn't you just be like, hey man, like like if some if, if some super flamboyant person hit on me, you know, like it's happened to me before, and yeah. I'm just like, you know, hey, so you know, not really my thing, you know. But like Razor Ramon was like, hey man, let's get the, get away from my butthole, bro, you know, like what the fuck. So it seems like, uh, well, I guess this would be for any title, but for, especially for the Intercontinental title, what makes it, uh, what really makes that title reign is the feud, you know? For sure. It seems like it's for sure. more so for the Intercontinental title than other titles. For sure. You know, like or Rock and uh, Triple H. Right. You know, two guys that won't make our list because they were both the, the big champions. But like th- <clears throat> that's what made both of those guys. Gold Dust, Razor Ramon, and Gold Dust, Shawn Michaels are two of the greatest... For sure. Dude, those are fucking amazing. For sure. Yeah. Wait, read me your number four, because I, I, I feel like some of these guys we're talking about are both on our list. Oh, number four. I bet you don't you weren't ready for this one. Uh-oh. The ninth wonder of the world, baby. Oh, my God. China. Man, now I'm pissed. I didn't put it on my... I, yeah. you know, I didn't do any research. I went all by fucking other people's lists in my memory here. See that? Uh, dude, China. That's good. That's the namesake of my uh, Cocker Spaniel. Exactly. How could you forget? China, China, the ninth one of the world. How could you fuck with China, dude? She she got a thumb clip, bro. Yeah, you know, she's got that shit going on. You remember on. who she beat for the Chris Jericho, right? Nope. Well, for the first time she won the title was against Jeff Jarrett. Oh, w- when they brought up that right before he went to dub to the WWE <laughs> Slap Nuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, October '99 or some shit, right? Right. Yep, like, yep. They actually, you know, hey, do you know what they actually did in that match that they've never, they always talked about but never did? They actually brought out a kitchen sink. Oh, no shit? Yeah, yeah. everything but the kitchen sink. They were like, I never heard that. the kitchen sink. I don't remember that part. I, rem- I remember it from watching it 21 years ago. But yeah, you know, you had to put China on the list because yeah, yeah. Trailblazer. Of course. It's like, Ch- China was like, was there ever any woman wrestler that you were like, could, could fucking hang with dudes? Like, could hang with, like, regular dudes. Not, like, fucking, you know, of course, Molly Holly could hang with Crash Holly. Right. Right? But, like, what chick could, like, actually hang with, like, actual dudes? Nah. Be- no offense. Nicole Bass would get her ass whipped if she ever came around here, so. Um, I mean. I right. Oh, I fuck China up, too, you know. Well, you fuck her or fuck her up? I fuck her up. I got guns on my arms. In your closet, but. Uh, <laughs> no, but, like, um. China could fuck up dudes, though, I felt like, you know? In like, real life? I, I think she could, like, like, she could hold her own. At the she time, could, maybe. At she the could time, hold yeah. her own with some of the guys that were in that intercontinental division. She was a good champion, though. And then, like, after Not that point... Not very long reign, right? Uh, well, yeah, she, well, yeah, she went against Jeff Jarrett, uh, what, Chris Jericho, um... Eddie Guerrero or something, something was like with that in there, right? Something like. But yeah, she's my number four. Number um, of the world. Here's uh, here's somebody who might not have made it on your list, Roddy Roddy Piper, Ooh. a guy who never made the top championship. Um, you know, I'm only, I'm going by memory on this only, and I remember he was the inter- intercontinental champion going into WrestleMania eight, and he put over Bret Hart at WrestleMania eight. I don't really remember any other time that he held the intercontinental championship, but. The, what he did by the way he put over Bret Hart, so like I, that was the very beginning of Bret Hart becoming like a, a real contender because it was still in the era in '92. It was still in the era of 
all right, whoever gets the Intercontinental Championship is like the next guy. He was never a uh, heavyweight champion? Piper? Yeah. Not in fucking oh, okay. WWF. Yeah, oh, damn, he's not on my list then. Fuck. There, oh, there you go. And I don't even know if he held it more than that, but like, Roddy Piper, like, Roddy Piper's a guy who I always felt like looking back there, people were always like, who's somebody that never held the big belt that should have? And hot, they're like, Hot Rod. And I'm like, Hot Rod never needed it though. Like, no. Nah. Because WWE from like the mid 80s on was always a babyface run company. Right. Like the, and it yeah. always had big heels. Yeah. And then fucking WW, WCW was always a heel run promotion right. that had baby faces chasing. Right. So like in the WWE format, like Piper didn't need the championship. You know, like, Piper was always a guy who could go away, shoot a movie, come back, and have some credibility when he came back. He might be one. Of the, he might be one of the best heels ever, for sure. I mean, oh, dude. Like now, now that I'm thinking about once, it, like we can't even do like best heels ever unless we do like. Heel, best 80s heels, best 90s heels, oh, best, yeah. best well, 10 heels, and then we do a best heels of all time. You know, like that's like a whole month of shit. I was going to say, that's like at least four episodes right there. So Abs- That's what I'm saying. You know, I'm going to do it. Hot, it Hot take creator. Yeah, hey, you know what? Out of all the podcasts I've ever started, this is the one that people started jumping onto immediately because oh, yeah. th- it's this is all arbitrary. We can all sit here and debate this shit all day, and that's right. the beauty of this. Everybody wants to hear what us experts have to say. <laughs> Not at all. No, no, but like we make it very interactive and fun and fucking like we're dipshits too. Like we, who, why the fuck should anybody listen to us besides the fact that we try to make this fun and we don't try to make you feel stupid for being a wrestling fan? Oh no, they should listen to us. We are experts. Oh, I mean, yeah, XPW Ertz. XPW Ertz. Um, all right, where were we at? I, I went Gold Dust and Piper. You went uh, whatever you went. Patterson and yeah, China. And China, two great ones right there. Uh, what do you got next? Uh, number three. Number three. The bad guy. Oh, Razor Ramon, baby. All right, all right. Well, we share number three. I also have Razor Ramon. Why? Uh, why did you have Razor? Um, I think Razor is a guy that. Maybe like hold on, I'm gonna look at my. Um, really, out of these, my top three, Razor was a guy that sh- should have and could have been a top champion and wasn't. Right. Um, I don't think I think he's he falls in that category of somebody that didn't need it. Um, but uh, you know, if we're judging the criteria of people that were never the top champion and that were great intercontinental champions, like he. He, he, he fell into that, hey, we're, we're throwing it around the click sort of thing, right. you know, and uh, good for him because he, he was an incredible wrestler. He, he could have easily been the champion. He would have been a better champion than Kevin Nash was, absolutely. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, for sure. He probably would have got it if he didn't go to WCW because he would have been, it would have been almost his turn around that time. His turn, fuck that. Kevin Nash should have never got a turn before him. I don't even know why he did because he was bigger. Because yeah. what? Ke- uh, because Scott Hall, you know, because Kevin Nash was a, more of a worker and a politician. Because Scott Hall was just trying to have a good time, you yeah. know, like well, not, you know, well, that's that's not part of it, you know. You know, whatever, right? Can't but, blame him for partying though. But yeah, Scott, like, why did you pick Scott Hall? Uh, because the other two, you just can't really. That's about as high as I could put them with three. Uh, but basically, like I said, the <laughs> <laughs> the feuds. The fuse really make the champion for the Intercontinental Champion. Without so, Razor Ramon versus Shawn Michaels? Are you serious? 
The fucking ladder match? Yeah, the fake champion and the real champion. That was amazing, dude. dude. Right, WrestleMania 10, dude. Was it the Intercontinental title that, uh, was it, was that the one that Sean dropped, uh, after Syracuse? Or was it the, it wasn't the heavyweight title, right? He dropped the Intercontinental title to, to Dean Douglas. Douglas. Yeah, like, yeah. What, 95 or whatever? Yeah, that was the Intercontinental title, right? Yeah. And then, uh, Is that when the Marines beat the shit out of him? Yeah, allegedly. Allegedly. Dude, right. that's when he went cross-eyed of it. That's when he went New York Times crossword puzzle. That's probably when they originally knocked his hair off and then it just happened again at, uh... Bro. <laughs> Bro. Once you see bald Shawn Michaels... Dude. Like, I feel like I've aged better than Shawn Michaels over the last... Brother, time. everybody's gonna age better than Shawn... The Crypt Keeper Jeez. from Tales of the Crypt is aged better than Shawn Michaels. Like, oh my God. Like, I, I can't... I, man. Man, it is just me. I'm just a real motherfucker. I'm not trying to hold my feelings back about nothing, but like I can't even look at Shawn Michaels constantly. Uh, it's just bald Shawn Michaels, really? The bald cross-eyed fuck up Shawn Michaels. Like he was a sexy boy, motherfucker. You know, wearing what I mean? like thirty years. Wearing ago, like Remington shotgun, like t-shirts and shit. With a fucking dude. Fucking, he needs to be John fu- Cena. You can't see him. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Like, like Jesus Christ! You know, you know Jesus Christ, his savior. Fucking Shawn Michaels. Uh, Shawn Michaels. Hold on here. Let's stop right now and go to this side list I have. Um, God, okay, because like here, he, remember the transition we talked about. So like in the late in the, in the 80s and into the early and mid 90s, it was like you were the champ. You were the champion for a fucking you know the Intercontinental Champion for about a year, and then it was a stepping stone to the WWE Championship. Um, then. In the uh, very late 90s and early 2000s, it was like a very quick stepping stone. It was like, boom, boom. It, you didn't hold it for that long. But now it's like a fucking, uh, you know, its own division. But um, let me ask you this. Who are guys that should have never gone beyond the Intercontinental Championship? Like, who are guys that would have been good Intercontinental Champions and that, like, you know, like, like were very, let, not very lackluster, because that sounds, you know, kind of like, oh, oh, I got it. But I feel like uh, did Kev, was Kevin Nash world champion before he was intercontinental champion? Am I wrong was about he that? Intercontinental champion? See, maybe not him. Yeah, no, no, because it was weird. It was like '93. It was like Kevin Nash like wanted a house at Madison Square Garden or some shit. But that always feels like a uh, like a demotion, you know? Like when you're world champion and then you're intercontinental champion, it's like. See, Ric Flair went from world champion to United States champion, and that's just how versatile he was. Like, I respected him more for that. You know, because it was, like, the same thing in WCW as WWF. Like, the Intercontinental Championship is, like, the work rate championship. Like, it's the guys that are going to give you a better match, whereas the heavyweights were the heavyweights, you know? No, I get that. That makes sense. Um, But, yeah, like, who are some guys that should have stayed Intercontinental Champion and, like, didn't need didn't need to try to go to the next level. Like here you go. Let me. I'll give you three of mine. I'll yeah, just give you three. Of mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or four of them actually. Uh, Dolph Ziggler, Sheamus, Cesaro, Samoa Joe. You know these are happen to be guys that are now. And and really, I feel like this list applies to people that were mid two thousands on because they really kind of hot shot at people. You know. Uh, like Daniel Bryan would have been great intercontinental. They never needed to be the. No, Daniel Bryan had to be world champion, dude. Okay. No Daniel Bryan's Rey Mysterio all over again 20 years later. Yeah, but I mean, 
not every little guy can do that though, you know. It takes a special little guy to look like he can beat Brock Lesnar and shit, you know, or Randy Orton or Triple H. Not everyone can do that. Okay, yeah, that's what they they were forced to do, whatever. But like, these were guys that like when okay, he, 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 what I mean by that is when a non wrestling fan looks at wrestling and they go, "That guy's believable," right? Mm-hmm. Like, like it's hard for it, I think I feel like it'd be a little bit harder for me as a human being to uh, meet Daniel Bryan in person and be like, "Oh, that's the that's your that's your best wrestler," like. No, that's true. What about that seven foot, four hundred pound Braun Strowman yeah, guy? Like, you, you tell me if you put those two in a match, like it, just, it takes the believability out of me. The, Unless right. Daniel Bryan has magic dick or something, and he waves a little magic dick, and fucking people disappear. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, how are you going to suspend my disbelief in that? Like, does he put on an Infinity fucking gun and the yes, yes, yes hand or whatever? See, the that's the that's the promoter in you. You're you're thinking of like, how do you get people how do you, to buy into it? Right, that's the magic he will show you once you watch. And he was like, "Yeah, this is how." Uh, I, okay, you know, it, it was it just like Rey Mysterio as a guy that could beat Kevin Nash back in the day. Like that only has believability for so long. I think he's wait. Do you think he's better than Rey Mysterio? Uh, no, I don't. I actually think Rey Mysterio had more of an impact back in the late nineties than Daniel Bryan did as a guy that could be believable against heavyweight guys. Uh, yeah, okay, that's true, that's true. You know what I'm saying? Different, uh, different eras. Right, because Rey Mysterio was fighting actual giants. Daniel Bryan was fighting guys that are... The NWO, Rey Mysterio versus NWO is awesome. And right. Lon Dogardom against the trailer. Dog, that was some hardcore shit. You want to take these other, this last shot? You good? Uh, James Orange, you want it? You good? Take it. <laughs> How about How about it? that? <laughs> Alright, we got a couple left. Uh, my number one, I think. Oh my god, I got a great story for my number one. But We're not even down to I know, I know. We got number two still left. Right. I'm, just, I'm just saying, what's coming up after we take these shots? We're, we're doing great on time. Alright, ready? Uh, what is this, 99 oranges? How about it? Oh, how about that? Taste all ninety nine of the oranges in there. Does that remind you of uh, taking uh, fucking children's medicine? How about it? Oh no! What happened? How about that? All right, if you guys want to get drunk and high with us, Pete. By the way, uh, Instagram and Facebook at PW Idiot List, PW Instagram and Facebook. We put the question out every Monday. We record on Wednesday and put the episode out on Thursdays, right? Yep. iTunes, Spotify, Anchor FM, and all places you can hear podcasts. I think we had about half a million listeners on last week. Did you hear about this? Uh, what? How about I didn't it? see the latest numbers. I saw when it was like around uh, 125,000, uh, but I, I've been busy at work this week. So Me too, know. man. I've been busy putting on illegal wrestling shows. Um, all right. Well, uh, we got a couple left here. Um, next week, hey, we, next week we should do managers. Top five managers. I mean, there's a there's a good five managers. Uh, just five man, five top five managers. Uh, no, 
I'm trying to th- well, I'm trying to think what uh, would specify as a manager, like anyone accompanying. Not a woman. <laughs> 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 somebody that actually helps somebody. Right, right. right. <laughs> no, no. Uh, <laughs> or had the perception of helping somebody. Any, uh, we'll say manager, but basically anyone that comes to the ring with you. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, that's like, who, who do you think? Who, who are you thinking? Like, right now, you're like, I don't Fuck. know if this person will be considered a manager. I'm pissed that uh, for our tag teams, we left off Braun Strowman and Nicholas last week. Hey, we left off uh, Steven and Clay Splash. I don't know. I don't know how I thought of, like, Nicholas when we were talking about Anyways. <laughs> Man, seriously. <laughs> you know he's the referee's kid. Anyway, who cares? Uh, all right, we got number two and number one left next week. I don't know. If you wanted to give a suggestion, do that, too. I'm starting to get drunk. Uh, give me number two, John Atkins. Number two, Mr. Perfect. Hell, yeah. What a great... My, that's my number two also. How can it not be? What What was your favorite part about Mr. Perfect? Was it... Um, uh, the, the promos? Of, yes, okay, definitely. definitely like, yeah. dude... Throwing okay. the football and then catching it? Do you, do you stick your gum <laughs> out and hit it? Yeah, dude, the football... The, fo- the, the football and catching it is like... Seriously, if I, I can't think of any more promo that was more iconic than that in my entire that's my perfect. entire childhood. Because that was the first promo. Because I, I I remember watching it as a kid, right? And being like, "Oh my god!" Like this guy, this guy threw a football, waited, and then used it, and then caught it. I mean, how many times did you try to do that as a kid? Oh, like a million. Of course. Like, do you, do you spit your gum and hit it? No, I want to start doing that now. What though. really? I every I have been chewing I'm gum gonna my start whole doing life. That. I'm about to go buy some gum. I started chewing good. gum just so I could do that. Oh, I'm totally doing that now, dude. Jack, that, I, I, I I'm good at it. I'm, I'm I don't want to suck my own dick, but I'm pretty good at. It. Uh, <laughs> can you? Uh, I feel like Corey Gray should start doing that. <laughs> he should start sucking his own dick. <laughs> that, mm, that's what Carmelo. No, he's got well. He's got what's her name, Carmelo. Um, huh? He's got Carmella now, so. That's what I said. What did I, what did I say? Did I say that? Did, did you, did, did you ever, how about that? How about it? Oh, she's my favorite, too. I'm pissed that fucking. Have you ever thrown the fucking towel over your back and caught it? Oh, like, I know? tried. I don't think I ever. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, probably. Have you seen that video where he's walking to the ring with his bodyguard, Mr. Hughes, and Mr. Perfect throws the towel behind his back, and it lands on his bodyguard's shoulder perfectly? Oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen have that. you seen that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Done. Perfect. What else was the football one? What was the basketball one? He just like, uh, what do you throw it over his shoulder? Like, I mean, like, I half court shit? shots, yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. You know, like, not even looking at the fucking. That's movie. perfect. 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 <laughs> and then like Fisherman Suplex, what a great finisher it is. The the perfect flex. It's a, it's a great finish, you know. And like, I don't like. Uh, I I should probably read into this more because I am such a Mr. Perfect fan. Is that like? You know, in the like when Ric Flair came through like the mid nineties, like he was out for a hot minute, like a long, like a couple of years, dude. I don't know, you know, it was injuries no, uh, or no pun intended, you know? but like he was definitely like the perfect Mister Perfect. You know what I mean? Like he was the face he fucking made was so yeah. smug. You know what I mean? When he's like, "That's perfect," like this is how he like nope. Well, you know, and what really, what really was unfortunate is that. When Perfect came back in like the mid '90s to later '90s, like he wasn't nearly in the shape that he was. And from what I hear, you know, from of course, you know, I, I'm a fan. From what I hear, like he was a really fun guy to be around. You know, so um, you know that, that just sucks that like for but for that very short run from like '88 to like you know '91 or whatever, like Mr. Perfect was like 
the quintessential motherfucker. Do you think there's any uh, present day guys who could do those Mr. Perfect type uh, promos? I'd have to think. You're putting me on the spot. And oh. I'm a little fucked up. But do you have anybody in mind? Uh, I didn't really think of it. I just thought about that question, but uh, Mister like Mister Per. <laughs> so uh, maybe, Luke, maybe Seth Luke's Rollins. Seth. Uh, no, uh, Seth Rollins is has been given more than he deserves, uh, in my opinion. Uh, Lucian and I came up with a character based on Mister Perfect called Mister Fuck Up. Because <laughs> 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 everything Mister Perfect does only fucks it up. <laughs> and he's gonna he's gonna tag team with Andre the Giant. Piece of shit. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. We got the costume. Did I show you that shit? Is it Andre? Uh, it could be Andre or Arnai. It's but, the, it's the the poop emoji costume. Andre the giant piece of shit. Uh, Dog is gonna be dope. That's uh. Andre the giant piece of shit is fighting this Saturday, I'll May sixteenth at three p.m. Like Are you gonna come? Commentary debut. You're gonna come? <laughs> I'll try to make it. Um. All right. Well. Number one. So, uh, give, give us your rundown so far from five to two. All right, five. Pat Patterson, four. China, three. Ray China. Ramon. Yeah, you fucked yeah. up on that one. No, dude, you 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 got. It. That's what's great about this, though. It's not my fault. You don't love women's wrestling. <laughs> Women. John loves the broad. <laughs> <laughs> I love them fucking bitches. <laughs> uh, three. Razor Ramon. Two. Mister Perfect. Alright, um, numero uno, or should I give mine? Did you already do your, uh... Five, f- five, Gold Dust, four, Piper, three, Razor Ramon, two, Mr. Perfect, uh, and now it's time for We gotta be number. tied. What? I'm pretty sure it's the same person. It's, it's gotta be, right? Mr. 454 Days, oh. August Rain. CM Punk, no. <laughs> yeah, I got a story about this guy, go ahead. Honky Tonk. The Honky Tonk Mike. Longest reign, 454 days as champion for fucking, what, like a year and a half? Dog, spoiler alert, Matt Sells said, Honky Tonk Man, Honky Tonk Man, Honky Tonk Man. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Mine also, number one, Honky Tonk Man. Um, Matt, this was a guy that should have never been the the top champion, but, like, what a guy to build up your... As a heel champion, to put some guy over because he eventually put over Ultimate Warrior, who propelled himself to the top championship. Right at that point, um, so uh, you know, how about, I, it? how about it? I wonder if you can hear them fart from that. <laughs> they farted twice hard. Those aren't uh, sound effects. <laughs> no, that's, that's real. That's real. That's some genuine Mikey G. This right ain't there. morning radio. <laughs> <laughs> how about it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, dirty in the kid. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's it's John and Dirty Ron. That's how it goes. That uh, that go. rhymes better. It does. Hey, no, 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 no. Look, trust me. I want to suck my own dick. Okay. I tried to do? go Dirty Ron and John. No, no, no. It's John and Dirty Ron. That that just flows better. Uh, yeah, I like it. Uh, as long but, as John comes first. Hey, man. That's what I'm saying. You always like come first. <laughs> you always come first. How about it? How about it? Uh, uh, yeah. So how could you not man. say Honky Tonk Man? He's great. He's great. Uh, okay. Sidebar, I'm sad that Honky Tonk Man... Oh, you're about to get the best sidebar of your life, but go on. Sidebar, I'm sad that uh, Honky Tonk Man could be the greatest intercontinental champion of all time, but uh, Michael Jackson guy in Las Vegas can't, can't get a whiff. What do you mean? Honky Tonk Man's like Elvis, and then like we got Michael Jackson guy. That should be a... Uh, Santana Jackson? I'm not connecting the dots. That's like the gimmick, bro. What is? 
Like, because uh, he's like Elvis. Talking about the guy that wrestles? Yeah. Yeah, fucking Santana. Elvis, he, no, no, no. He, he's going to be headlining our first show in Vegas. Oh, no shit? Yeah, against me. No, but we're, I'm saying, we're doing like, a Neverland death match. How great is the gimmick, though, Honky Tonk Man? Uh, Honky Tonk Man is, the, is, is a great gimmick. He's a great guy. Uh, Jerry Lawless. Listeners cousin. don't know. We almost just got in a fight right now, dude. Like, Who, me? We're clenched fists like two bad boys. Hey, man, we're head to head. We are touching fucking noses right we now. We are fucking like two baboons with our asses out. Uh, can you say baboons anymore? Is that a racial term? <laughs> no, not now. <laughs> now it is. <laughs> uh, for, for fucking Japanese people. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> no. uh, that's 99 orange for you guys. Uh, yeah, okay, so Honky Tonk Man, here's what's up. Um, so in, in uh, fall of 2011... Uh, my buddy and I started, we were booking these wrestlers for like speaking engagements, which were basically like comedy shows, but like they were just like, they weren't good at comedy, so we just told stories. And we booked Lanny Poffo and Honky Tonk Man for the whole weekend. So they were like doing it together. And um, we're driving Honky Tonk Man around, and he go, you know, we, we were recording him, because it was basically like an interview the whole time we're driving him around to gigs all weekend. So, here, let me give this to you. Um... So uh, Honky Tonk Man, he goes, he goes, you know what? I would try anything once except being gay. But there was this one time in Puerto Rico where I got this blowjob from this hooker. <laughs> but I didn't know if it was a guy or a girl. So, but blowjobs don't count. So... Me and my buddy are just like dying all weekend about this shit, right? At the end of the weekend, he signs the fucking post. Which I course. agree, by the way, sidebar. Right, hey, you know, hey, whatever, man. I ain't, I ain't grabbing something I don't want to know the answer to. So, all this shit happens. He signs these fucking 8 by 10 scores at the end of the weekend, hangs up on the fucking, uh, I hang it up on my uh, radio station wall. And, you know, I write on the bottom of blowjobs don't count. Okay. If you this give is, a blowjob, it does not count. This is 2011. So, Summer of last year, 2019, I'm on a show with Honky Tonk Man at the Del Mar Fairgrounds. <laughs> and I've been telling this story for eight <laughs> years. I've been being like, blah, 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 Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico. And this motherfucker, okay, like, like, just going off memory. I'm trying to, like, mimic his accent off memory. Please tell me he confronted you about it. No, 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 He doesn't, he didn't remember me. Oh, I, I, okay. Why would he? I don't give a shit. Yeah. But I'm hearing him. He's in the locker room talking about Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico. And I look at Lucia and I'm like, yo. And she's like, she's like, oh my God, you say it just how he said. And I couldn't stop. I, I almost started like busting up laughing. I had to leave the locker room because my impression of him was fucking dead on. Let's hear it one more time. And he's like, Puerto Rico. There's one time, there's one time in Puerto Rico where I got this blowjob from this hooker. And I didn't know if it was a guy or a girl, but blowjobs don't count. How and about it? How about it? <laughs> Number one, Honky Tonk Man, there honky it is. Honky Tonk, dude. Fuck yeah. Uh, the Honky Tonker. So, uh, that, that's our list. Uh, give us yours one more time from top to bottom. Pat Patterson. Oh, top to bottom? Uh, uh, you know what? I'm sorry. Whatever. Bottom to top. Whatever. The how we did them. Well, you know what I meant. Uh, five, Pat Patterson. Four, China. Three, Razor Ramon. Uh, three, Mr. Perfect. Bump, like, three two. twice. Whatever. 
number one hockey song. <laughs> we have the top one through three. Uh, my oh, number five, Gold Dust. Number four, Piper. Number three, Razor Ramon. Number two, Perfect. Number one, Honky Tonk. What did the fans say? Because I imagine uh, everyone. Don't call them fans. They're just people that listen to our shit. Fans. What fans. do the people who fucking can't live without us? <laughs> you know, our diehard. These people trapped in their homes with nothing. Eating cans of chili by themselves, not even heating it up anymore because they don't care. Uh, what did our loving fans. <laughs> loving fans. All right. Well, we didn't hold them to the scrutiny we held ourselves to. Um, if you have a comment, just speak on it, John, because there's a lot of them. Um, Biggie Biggs, Chris Combat Wrestler, says, this is 5-1. to one. Tito Santana, Honky Kong Man, Cody Rhodes, Shawn Michaels, Randy Savage. Uh, Cody Rhodes, you know, I don't know. I think that's more for what he did after. Yeah, I would say. As, cha- as Intercontinental Champion. Uh, was, that, was, Greaves, that da- was he dashing Cody Rhodes when he was champion? Yeah, I think so. Shadow Greaves says, Jericho, Goldust, Miz, Savage, RVD. RVD is a good one. Never held the, the top title. Uh, are you sure? What? He was never world champion? Not. Uh, oh, for a hot minute. Yeah, for a second. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my God. How did I forget that? Uh, Chris Gimlin says, five through one. Honky Tonk, Goldust, Owen, uh, Scott Hall, Mr. Perfect. Oh, Owen's a good one. I don't really miss Owen. Fuck. You missed Owen. You mad about that? Uh, I well, am. Well, who am I going to take off, though? I know. Well, whatever. Dan Ripley says, Shawn Michaels, Razor Ramon, Perfect, Honky Tonk Man, Macho Man, um, R2 Cool, former Fist Combat Champion in NorCal, says uh, Tito, Santana, Goldust, Mr. Perfect, Ricky Steamboat, Razor Ramon. Ricky Steamboat is somebody that could have yeah. made a list. Yeah. Definitely on my top ten. Yeah, he's definitely, oh, yeah, definitely top ten. As uh, would Owen be. Uh, Ultimate Watermelon, part of Fruit of the Doom, says... Goldust, Steamboat, Perfect, Rude, Piper, Rude. I had Rude on my list. Really? Oh, you knocked him off. He's your sixth, number six. Uh, he's probably like, uh, yeah, he's probably six or seven. Dan Perez says. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, sorry. Rude or Owen? Uh, what? To get on your top five? Yeah, if you had to bump someone off. Rude. Rude, because of his pants. I don't know. Because Owen of his psychological imp- shit. Owen had a bigger impact. <laughs> Only Kansas City. Pam Potato. <laughs> God damn it. I'm, I'm mad I said that. Dan, Dan Perez says, fuck. The Miz, Goldust, Jericho, Owen Hart, Honky Tonk Man. Uh, Jericho's on the... Fuck, I was kidding. <laughs> Me too. Uh, hashtag. Red, uh, uh, Scooby, ba- uh, whatever. But I, I don't know how to say that. I'm drunk. Rick Rude, Jake the Snake, Ricky Steamboat, uh, Greg Valentine, Mr. Perfect. Weren't you going to talk about Jake the Snake? Uh, Jake the Snake was never Intercontinental Champion. Jake the Snake I know. never held a championship he did not. in WWE. He should have been a like when you, when you were like he never held the belt. I was like, I knew you were. What did you say? You said something. And I was like, I don't know if he ever held a belt. Or yeah, like, uh, because I, well, well no, um, because I wanted to put him on my list, but then I I wanted to see who he feuded with, and it, it, he he never had any. No, he never had the belt. Hey, uh, big shout out to our our buddy Joe uh, Vernola. <laughs> He needs to jack off a little bit before he makes uh, the list. <laughs> <laughs> you should always, uh, there's a couple of things you should pretty much do for everything, right? You yeah. should either, like, smoke weed, jack off, <laughs> take a shot at something, I don't know. Uh, a couple shots. Uh, that's what we do. Uh, man, I'm way ham- more hammered than I should be right now. Uh, Joe Vernola said, I don't know what order this is, Perfect Razor, oh, is he Owen, the, that's the angry guy? And, and Steamboat, yeah. Uh, White Mike, White Mike, you remember White Mike? He's back. 
HBK, Razor Ramon, Owen Hart, Honky Tonk Man, Savage, Johnny Romano says Gold Dust, Marty Jannetty, Mr. Perfect, Val Venus, Honky Tonk Man, Val Venus is a good Ooh, one. Val, Val Venus is on my top ten for sure. Like close to the end of that, but I'm gonna come up with some list that I can put Val Venus in my top five. In. I don't care. <laughs> top five porn star wrestling <laughs> crossover. He's number one. Uh, Steve Solit. I don't know how to pronounce it. Uh, five to one, British Bulldog, Owen Hart, Mr. Perfect, Rick Rude, Scott Hall. Was uh, British Bulldog ever world champion? Intercontinental. Uh, no, he was definitely not world champion. Was he Intercontinental? Or was he just European? I don't know. Uh, what do you think about the European? That There it is. It's just, it's another thing like Intercontinental. Like, they had too many wrestlers and didn't know what to do with them. That seems oddly specific. <laughs> well, they said they were running more shows in Europe. <laughs> Whatever, I don't know. <laughs> what do I look like? A fucking ad guy from 1996 WWE? Uh, <laughs> they were losing the ratings for it, bro. Uh, <laughs> how about it? Uh, Mondo Perez, Mondo Vega Perez, my boy. Uh, my former commentary partner for Ground Zero. His savage honky tonk man, Razor Perfect Brett. If he would have followed our rules, they were basically the same. Brandon, Come on, guy. Huh? Come on, guy. Come on, guy. Brandon Thomas. God damn, this is long. Brandon Thomas says, uh, Valentine, Val Venus, Ricky Steamboat, Tito Santana, Mr. Perfect. Ricky Steamboat should have been on our list. Uh, definitely on top ten. No one follows the rules, but I love how, like, the one thing about wrestling fans, no one puts six people. That's good. We're all I mean, like, ah, five. They, they know how to count. <laughs> they don't know how to follow rules. Uh, Tim Jones says, Pat Patterson, Cody Rhodes, Shawn Michaels, and Miz, Chris Jericho. Oh, I can't put Miz in. I mean, he was. A, I was like, a I, I almost thought, how did I forget the Miz? I was like, okay. Well, fuck, man, that that does it. What an episode, dude. We, we're just about at the hour mark right now. Pretty good. How perfect is that? So one more time. When is uh, the next Fist Combat show? This Saturday, 3 p.m. We're going to be live streaming on at Fist Combat TV on Facebook only. Uh, get at us. Check us out all over social media on Instagram and Facebook at PW Idiot List. Uh, you can find me at Dirty Ron McDonald. Johnny A, tell them where to find you. At Real John Atkins. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. And finally, uh, unsuspended from. Uh, For now. I'm back well, on I, I saw you reply to something today and I was like, oh, he's still on. <laughs> made a whole day. I'm back, uh, I'm back <clears> on Instagram <throat> and uh, Facebook update. Uh, still not on Twitter. Still can't. Still. I mean, you're there. You're just not loud yet. Yeah. So, you know. <clears throat> Slowly but surely, I'm back to life on the internet again. Don't call me Shirley. Uh, every week we do this shit. We put out the question on Monday on all our social media. We record on Wednesday. New episodes out every Thursday. Thank you guys for tuning into the shit. It's so much fun to do this podcast every week. Uh, hopefully we'll be able to do it next week. Maybe we'll do the top five managers as long as I'm not in jail from this wrestling show. I can't believe you forgot China. That's bad. Hey, man. That's why ladies. we do this shit. John loves the ladies. <laughs> you, you, you're all about femi- the feminist movement. At Real John Atkins. <laughs> ladies. ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, ladies. <laughs> all right. Well, with that, PW Idiot List, all over social media. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, iTunes, Spotify, Anchor FM, all the bullshit. And with that, we only have two words for you. Suck it. Suck it. Suck it. Suck it. Suck it. <laughs> 